Sup noobs, we are your professional casual gamers, and you're listening to Train Noobs. Hello everyone and welcome to Train Noobs, episode number 11. Uh, Mike is not with us again this week. He's actually taking some time off to spend with his family. He's been working a ton lately, so I have Chris with me again for this week. Hi, everybody. How's it going? Uh, you can't respond yeah. to that. And if Chris, great. <laughs> if Chris sounds a little weird, it's because uh, he's actually recording in a different room entirely on a laptop. Uh, hopefully, the echo that we were having, the echo problem last from the last episode, is corrected with this one. Uh, I know Mike complained about it a little bit, but that's just the kind of person that he is. Well, guess who's not here to bitch at me about it? <laughs> yeah, Mike. <laughs> I but just want to say, before we get into anything, I'm sorry, I just really want to say this, is that we're using Google Hangouts to talk, right? We don't. I don't have your webcam on, you don't see mine. So I just see a picture of your face, just like a circle of it, with just this giant beard and you having like the most goofiest smile. <laughs> and you're like looking into my soul with this thing and I'm just staring at it and I'm watching it pulsate every time you talk and it's just cracking me up so much. So if I just keep laughing randomly, I'm so sorry. It's it's because of that. I, I wonder if I could pull it up on, uh, on, <laughs> hold on, wait, let me see if I can, there it is. There's, there's the picture that I was using, uh, that I was using in, uh, in my hangouts. So that's what he's looking at. I've just so got that you full get the screened idea. right now and it's just yeah. <laughs> driving me nuts. <laughs> You get the idea of what what he has to deal with, so we'll switch it back to his uh, his point of view. All right, there we go. Um, so, real quickly, I found out that Mike the the past week, not this week, but the week before the week before this one, apparently he worked a hundred hours. Holy shit! A hundred hours he worked. So, I mean, for comparison, like your normal, like you know, quote average work week is going to be like forty hours. Right? Forty hours. Forty hours. Yeah. So that's sixty extra. That's over double. Yeah, I mean, it's to just okay, just to give an idea, there's hundred and sixty-eight hours in a week. So holy shit! Yeah, yes, a work week or what's that? A work week or like a seven-day week? No, a seven-day week. Is 168 hours total is what you get. So if you take out the eight hours a day that you would sleep, that's 56 hours. Jesus Christ. So you got, uh, what is it? Oh, shit, I'm not my calculator. So that's 112 hours. That's 12 hours extra that he had to do anything else in a whole week. That's if he got eight hours of sleep. That's absolutely nuts. Yes, and then I found out this past week he worked 70 hours. Um, at least that was what my update was on Friday. He told me it was 70 hours is what he put in. That's yeah, just crazy. I can, you know, I, I've i done 50, I think 55-hour work weeks, but I've never done a 70 or especially 100, that, and I would not want to do that. Who the hell can't? Like, I, props to him for not dying. <laughs> like, and he drives a a truck, a semi truck. Jesus Christ! That's this. A, this is these are the people that you're sharing the roads with, ladies and gentlemen. And caffeine. <laughs> I don't know how he did it. I don't. I don't understand how he did it. But That's plus, crazy. plus, he has a family at home. He's gonna have a newborn on the way. Aww. Uh, in, I guess eight months. This would be, I think. Is it eight months or seven it's months? Been left? Or I'm not that's entirely how sure. Long it'll be. That's how much longer okay. it's going to be until he has a newborn. Wow. So I, obviously he's not going to be keep doing it forever, but still it comes back around to say that that's a lot of fucking hours yeah. in a week. There goes my aspirations of being a truck driver. Yeah, you don't want to be a truck driver. Yeah. I mean the pay the pay's decent, but but it's a hundred hours. Of- Outside of that, especially if they call you in and want you to keep coming in because they need somebody to fill a position that maybe somebody called off or they were able, unable to make. Plus, you need the extra money, so you're constantly going back in. It's just it's that that's just absurd. Uh, props to him for for doing that. Yeah, I respect. But, like, I have no problem filling in for that because that's that's crazy to me. Yeah. So 
basically we told him to uh, take the. I told him basically not we, but I told him to take the weekend off, spend some time with his family. Uh, he doesn't need to record every single podcast, especially with doing shit like that. So, uh, but real quickly, I did want to correct myself from last week. Remember how I talked? We talked about the Deus Ex pre-orders. Yes. I found out this was after we recorded. I found out that the the cup the two different tiers there were two different tiers that we talked about that had like two rewards a piece. Like one was a digital art book and the other one was uh something else and then Bonus the other thing or something the other or... yeah, the other the other rewards were like a novella and right. yes. whatever. Basically it was like the second tier and the fourth tier rewards. Those two tiers, you don't get both items. You get one right yeah everybody oh. that re- reserves it Fuck. gets that pre-orders the game gets to choose one or the other what they want right so you'll have to buy multiple copies if you want everything basically yeah that's that's the, yeah I'm, that's yeah. gonna get me so angry talking about that because that's just the dumbest thing in the world that's why that's why the the video if you go to their youtube channel and the the video for this uh about ninety nine percent of the, th- I guess the thumbs on the video, the thumbs up or thumbs down, ninety nine percent of the people voted thumbs down on this video for so, good reason. I mean, hell, I would. Oh yeah, there's uh, the just the general community outrage about pre order culture. I guess it would be behind these games with, I you know it was funny because I was actually looking up something else today too. Uh, what is it? Just Cause Two. Was announced, you know, three or three? Yeah, yeah. Just Cause Three uh, was announced, and they have pre-order bonuses for Just Cause Three, like an a, a, an elite sniper rifle or something like that. Is a, is your pre-order bonus? Okay, it's a special DLC pack you get for pre-ordering. Like even good companies now are doing pre-order bonuses, which is which who, who is, makes is bad. Just Cause Three? Is that is that Square Enix? It's Square, uh, maybe the publisher, but it's not okay. Square that makes. Oh no, the game. it's um, um, Avalanche Studios, the same guys who did Mad Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, let's see what the pre-order is. The pre-order is uh, secure the weaponized vehicle pack and bonus item, final argument sniper rifle. So you get looks like three bonus vehicles and a sniper rifle for pre-ordering. Well, the thing is now with pre-orders is that the pre-orders originated is because before digital distribution was a thing, before we had Steam, before we have our modern consoles and fast internet and things like that, you would pre-order to guarantee your copy on release day so that they exactly. wouldn't s- sell out. But now we don't. We have virtually unlimited copies of these games now. But companies still want those pre-orders. They want to get that money in early. They want to know how many copies they're going to be selling ahead of time. But there's no incentive to pre-order anymore because you don't need to worry about not having your copy. So now companies are coming up with more and more complex and insane ways to get the people to pre-order their games. And some of them are okay. Like, I don't mind pre-ordering a game if it means I get 10% off the price, say. Or if I get uh, content I wouldn't be able to get any other way. Which, by the way, I don't agree with, but I would probably do it personally just because I would like if, if if it's a game I'm a huge fan of. If it yeah, if it's a big franchise or something that you really are interested in, like if they came out with a Left 4 Dead three. Yeah, I pre-ordered And they offered it they off yeah, they offered it for you like for forty five dollars instead of fifty or something like that. You save five bucks on a pre on, on a pre order. I guess it would be fifty five bucks because every game is sixty dollars now. But. Right. Uh you get that plus you get a bonus uh character model or something like that i don't know yeah but something like that would get me to pre-order it because otherwise why would i i would have no incentive to do it anymore and the thing is is that even with say a 10 percent off price people are still pre-ordering less and less Mm -hmm. so now companies are thinking well they assume they think they do and incorrectly in my opinion that they have to make more and more ridiculous pre-order bonuses pre-order incentives the whole Deus Ex thing, they made a game out of it. You know, the faster you pre-order, the faster it's released. You get more stuff to get more people to buy their games. And one, I think that's unnecessary. And two, like, who cares about pre-orders now? You don't have to get that incentive anymore. Yeah, like, one of the biggest things is, with the whole pre-order thing, is that uh, 
if you're getting the pre-order, what, what am I trying to word here? I just fucking, I literally was in the middle of talking about it and it just escaped my mind. With pre-orders now, it a lot of games too come out unfinished, which is another thing. Another reason why people don't want to pre-order anymore, and that's why these companies ah, have come up with. I got it. I got it. Okay, I got gotcha. it. I remembered. Thank you for feeling. No worries. <laughs> okay, so when a game's finished, by the way, uh, Just Cause Three is being published by Square Enix, which are the same people that are publishing Deus Ex. Okay, I thought so. Now. A lot of those pre-order bonuses are decided by publishers because they want to make the money back. Right, like look at Evolve. Now, I also found out that, not I not recently, but I did find out that when a game is finished, a lot of the art designers and stuff pretty much have no work to do because all the art's done. They already finished all the character models, set textures, and things like that. So they have nothing else to do. So at that point, what they do is they task them with other jobs i.e. creating other skins and items for the game that right. would be, you know, what everybody uses. Now, if you want to do that and you want to release that stuff as DS, uh, DLC and, um, like, they're not necessary to the game. They're just cosmetic skins, kind of like how League of Legends works. Then I'm fine with you doing DLC. You could do all the DLC you want because it doesn't matter. Right, it's the same right. item. Especially if even if you just remodel the same item, let's say a gun for um, like a golden skin on a gun or whatever. Yeah, or like Far, like Far Cry, like <laughs> Far Cry Four, right? Yeah. Uh, if they were to release another gun for Far Cry Four, but that gun that they released is identical stat wise and otherwise just a different in appearance, whether it be models, textures, whatever to a base gun that's already in the game that you can get with the in-game currency or whatever systems in the game, then I'm fine with them having that system in place because there's no uh, downside to not pre-ordering. You don't miss any of the content. Sure, you don't get that snazzy-looking gun that you want, but you don't have to have it because you're missing part of the game. Right, and yeah, like you said, these are developers... The art is one of the first things that's completed in a game, mm-hmm. and it's gr- it's great that they're not going to be out of a job as soon as they finish their part, and so they're just going to be bored for a long time, like you said. So I'm fine with them doing that as a specific pre-order thing, you know? It's, and it's, it's, it's nice, not that they're going to be but, bored, it's going to be that they'll be out of a job. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. So I'm, I'm fine <laughs> with that. There's a big difference. It doesn't... Yes, I know there's a difference. It might, <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're here to correct me. You know, I'm, I'm but I'm fine with you know pre-order incentives or bonuses being something that I don't miss out on because I don't need a golden gun. I don't need a fancier hat. I mean, shit, I I would love a fancier hat. I probably would do it, but I don't need it. I'm not. But missing if you want anything. it, yeah, if you want it, it's there. But now that people realize that they can do that, it's 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 become a snowball runaway thing. Where people are like, okay, oh, they're pre-ordering just to get these specific hats. Let's scale that up even more. So let's make this pre-order incentive a level. Okay, now let's make this pre-order incentive some overpowered bullshit game-breaking thing. Okay, now let's make this pre-order incentive tiered. And that's where we're at now. Yeah, and that you know that's one of the things that we talked about last week, too, right. with the whole tiered thing. is uh, I think it was tier 3 or whatever, you get access to a bonus level. Basically, yeah. that level's already done. It's already completed. It's part of the game. Because it was they planned to it. be a pre-order incentive, and that's yeah. unacceptable. But they pulled it from the game because they figured they can make extra money out of it. Now, I don't know if their website does like live tracking on what the pre-orders look like, but I'd, I would be interested to check that website really quickly and see what it looks like. like. See if people are actually still pre-ordering this or if everybody's turned off by this whole system. Because obviously, I mean, the YouTube stats don't lie. People don't like it, and it's completely justifiable. Well, don't forget the what was it? It was a Left 4 Dead 2 boycott, and also that was a Call of Duty boycott. That they had these huge steam groups of people saying, "We're not going to buy this game because we don't like these pre-order practices. We don't like how fast it was released." I remember this. And then release day, like ninety-nine percent of the boycott group was playing the game. You know, yeah. people are impulse buyers and it's being capitalized upon and you know it's 
they're getting away with it. But I think this whole Deus Ex thing might have been the last straw on the reality check that the general consumer needed. At least I hope so. Yeah, it looks like right now... Now, I don't know if this is like a live update or what, but I'm looking at it right now, and it looks like they're still on Tier 1, which are just the skins. Okay. So, And that's what was unlocked in the beginning. <laughs> so... Uh, and real quickly, it was a digital OST sampler. Oh, right. So uh, is it just a sample of the soundtrack? You don't get the full soundtrack? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you have to play like, that separately. It's like What a, the fuck? Yeah. yeah. N- people, that's why people are pissed, because this stuff is bullshit. It's so, it's like you get access to like three or four tracks. They're like, okay, here's a couple of the songs that are on this awesome soundtrack. Now, you have to go out and buy this awesome soundtrack separately, too, so you get the full experience. They're using this pre-order as a marketing tactic. It's... Yeah, Clever, so okay. Bullshit. So so tier two is the OST sampler, which is digital, and a digital art book. Those two options are what you get to choose from. And then tier four is a digital comic book or a digital novella. So now all this stuff is digital, requires literally no effort on their part. Right. They send you a link to your email or whatever the hell they do. It's online. And this can go to another conversation about a whole bandwidth uh throttling system that, that Comcast is gonna testing out now quote-unquote testing and testing yeah which we could talk about a little bit later if you'd like um but i mean real quickly comcast is thinking about is talking about putting a data cap on how much data you can get up to a certain limit uh i can't remember what that limit is right now i believe is what they're testing it at what was it 300 gigs okay uh so and then after that for every uh what was it, 5 gigs or 10 gigs? I don't know over? the pricing tiers afterwards because I got so pissed off I stopped reading. Yeah, but after that, after you reach that point, the 300 gigs, uh, after that point, you hit, for every X amount of gigabytes that you're over, you owe another $10. Jesus and then they're offering, saying, well, hey, for those people that use a lot of internet all the time, don't worry, there's a plan for you. $30 extra gets you unlimited data. What the fuck? Are you kidding me? Now, obviously, we'll go more into detail with Mike about this because he's real passionate about this whole thing. They also, if you use less than five gigabytes of data per month, you get 10% off your bill. So Holy shit. That saves me about $10, five to $10. No, no, I, I did the math on that. If you, so it's if you use less than five gigs of data per month, and granted, this is not a phone plan. This is a household, an entire household internet's bandwidth. Less than five gigs of data per month, you get a Grateful Consumer Award, which comes out to $5 off your bill for using less than 5 <laughs> gigs of data. Now, for comparison of how little 5 gigs of data is, if you load up a 5-minute YouTube video at 1080p, you've already broken it. Okay? So, so, so maybe, you know, for the grandmother who goes on the internet for five seconds to check her email every week email, yeah. is going to maybe breach about three gigs. So she's going to be so happy with a $5 discount, but, you know, not for anybody who literally uses the internet for anything else. Hell, this and podcast is going to be 10% of that five gigabyte limit. Yeah. Now, obviously, that's like... I. It's funny because when we found, first found that out, it was... I think it was what was it like last weekend or, or a couple days into the, this past week yeah which is probably like the eighth the eighth or the ninth of this month kayla looked up what our our data usage is here <laughs> we're already halfway in to the 300 <laughs> limit eight days into the month oh we're yeah. at 100 i think we're at about 180 when when she checked which is just crazy, and we pay for the fastest speed we, speeds we can get with Comcast because we do a lot of downloading, we do a lot of YouTubes and stuff, and uh, obviously playing video games and all that shit obviously adds up. Right. Um, so plus, you want to be playing, being able to play a game, you want to be streaming music, you want to be watching a YouTube video in the background while you're playing a game on your other monitor, whatever. So for heavy users like us, it this is terrible because not only that, but Everything that we have in the house uses internet. Our phones use the internet. Our tablet uses the internet. And you guys don't have cable too, right? We don't have cable, so we have the yeah. We 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 use the Hulu. We use uh, Netflix. We use uh, sometimes the Amazon Prime. Yeah, because I go over terabytes a month doing that. 
We watch Twitch on our TVs and stuff because we have the Fire TV set up on each TV. Ooh, that sounds nice. So it's awesome, but now if Comcast comes around and does this, it's basically going to dick us over to the point where we're going to have to pay them $30 a month to avoid overages because we don't have any other options, especially in our area. The only other option we have is uh, have maybe, maybe AT&T. Right here in this location, we do not have access to Fios. Are you sure? I, I- Really? I looked it up the other day. In 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 this location, in this wow. this apartment complex, we do not have access oh, to FiOS. Okay. Uh, well, there there is FiOS in in the Pittsburgh area because uh, my buddy Jim has one. Jim, shout out to Jim. Always listen to the podcast. Thanks, Jim. What's up, Jim? Uh, back us up on Patreon and send up, send us uh, uh, reviews and emails and things you like you were supposed money to order do. Too. No, I'm just... No, you're not. You're not joking. Just say you're not joking. It's fine. I'm not joking. Give me money. Okay. So, but he uses Verizon. Well, we use his Verizon account to access stuff like uh, his HBO Go and things like that. That's how we watch the Game of Thrones. Right. We use his Fios account uh, because he shares that with everything. Everybody. Um, please, Verizon. Verizon, please don't don't nail us to the floor. <laughs> if you if you sponsor the podcast, I will gladly pay for HBO so I can watch Game of Thrones. There you go. Nice. That's nice. how you do that. That's how you work in them sponsors. Beautiful. All right. So anyway, we can cover this more more of this Comcast discussion when Mike's on the podcast because I know he's very passionate about it. He made a big long Facebook post, uh, which I ch- chimed in on a little bit. Um, didn't know too much about the whole thing because they talked about the fair internet is a fair use thing. And they're not yeah, allowed to charge illegal, data plans. But the way they're getting away with it is because it's only a test. It's a permanent fucking test, but a test. So they get to get away with the whole um, yeah. FCC regulation that they made recently. So, but we'll talk about that more later down the road. Obviously, this whole Deus Ex pre-order nonsense is crazy. Uh, but we pretty much said everything we need to say about that. Uh, please just let the pre-orders speak for themselves. And, and this needs this needs to stop because if it doesn't, then... Stop it's, pre-ordering I, It's only going to go downhill. I mean, there's... I don't even know what else they'd be able to do. Like, charge for episodic content even when the game's already fully released. It's called like, expansions. You, you, yeah, you have to pay for content as it unlocks. Yeah, oh. I don't know. That, uh, let's not give them ideas. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, but I, I guess we could go a little bit into talking about our weeks. I just really wanted to say um, that... This past week has been rough. I've been dealing with a bit of an addiction, a bit of a problem. Uh, it turns out I am addicted to gambling. <laughs> Blood shards in Diablo 3. Yeah, Diablo 3. Oh, Kadala, you cunt. <laughs> so, for anybody that doesn't play Diablo 3... Uh, Mike will argue this up and down. We had a big discussion about it this morning. I call it gambling. He doesn't call it gambling. Uh, basically, in Diablo 2, there was a character that you'd speak to, a NPC named Geed. You'd speak to Geed, and he would um, he would allow you to, to choose an option that said gamble on it, and then you'd buy an item. The thing is, it was a mystery item. You didn't know what it was you were buying until it was in your inventory and you already spent the money. Did, did and I'm sorry, dear, interrupt you. In Diablo 2, I don't remember exactly. Did you have the choice of what type of item you wanted to gamble on? or Basically, he had a set item. Every time you click on him, he had a completely randomized inventory. And you right, were okay. able to choose one of the items to get in his inventory. If you didn't like any of those items, you could back out of it, that's, that trade screen, open him back up, and he'd have a completely different set of items. Okay, but you could choose the type of item you wanted. So you that's, could choose the type of item you wanted, okay. but you didn't know what you were getting. Right. And it was completely randomized, like I said. Uh, your item that you might want might not even be in there. Like, if you wanted uh, uh, a shield or something. Say a shield might not be in there your first couple of times. You'd have to click on him a couple of times to get it. Now, with Diablo 3, they introduced a character called Kadala, and they have a currency called Blood Shards that you pick up. Blood Shards are obtained through a couple of different ways. Uh, blood Thieves, which are little goblin guys that you have to kill before they disappear. And they drop a lot. Uh, they drop a ton of Blood Shards. That's how you get the majority of your Blood Shards, but you have to be very lucky to find them. The second way is you have to complete Rifts, and in your Rift, when you finish it and you kill the Rift Guardian, the boss at the end of the level... Uh, he drops blood shards for you to pick up. Now they're only about twenty five or. It scales depending on the difficulty that you did the rift on and the greater rift level as well. 
Okay. And then the last way that I found is the Herodric Caches, which you get by do- completing bounties in adventure mode. Uh, you'll get a set number, uh, usually in between 20 to 50 in there, too. Now, uh, those are the only ways you can get this currency. Now, a lot of times you have to spend your time to get these items, and a lot of times you're, you're, the time that you spend getting them could be spent getting something else or trying to achieve a different goal. I'm sorry, you go to that cont- was my stomach. I, I, <laughs> I didn't you guys hear didn't anything. Hear that. If you did, I apologize. Um, you can you can go to this character named Kadala, and and gamble because you don't know what you're going to get. Sure, you're choosing the item type you want. Sure, you can't use the currency anywhere else. But like Chris brought up the argument earlier, is that you have to spend the time to get the item. So the time could also count as another type of currency if you want wanted to. So you go up to Kadala and you purchase one of these items that you want. You get to choose the type that you want. You say it could be a one-hand weapon, a two-hand weapon. Any, a, any type of thing you can equip, you can gamble on. Yes, you can get any type of armor or a ring or jewelry or whatever. And you have to buy it for blood shards. And you have a cap of blood shards you can get too. That's also very important to mention. That you raise by completing greater rifts, which are... Only solo. Solo greater rifts is what increases yeah. your count. <clears throat> yes. So greater rifts are another big big level uh, thing requirement thing that you get to that... Um, you adjust the level to where you want to go to, and adjusting the level higher is diff- more difficult. Lower is obviously less difficult. Well, as you gamble on this stuff from Kadala, you get it randomly. It's something you get completely out of the blue. Um, there is a statistic choose- on it. Uh, it's something like every uh, 800 or something blood shards, you get a legendary or a set piece or something like that. It's an absurd mm-hmm. number. Um, but yeah. So so as you spend these blood shards, let's say I want to buy a chess piece, but I want this certain type of chess piece. Well, there's a huge pool of items that can drop out of this chest uh, out of spending these blood shards for this chess piece. So I buy the item. This I get this chess piece. It has a chance to be a regular magic item, which is blue, which is probably one of the lowest qualities in the game you can get. Obviously, below that is uh, white, which is common, and then below that, which is gray, and that's junk. But I don't think you get white or gray items out of Kadala. I don't believe so, no. I think lowest is blue. Then the next highest is yellow, and then legendaries, and then set items. Maybe not necessarily in that order for legendary and set items, depending on what your priority is. I think is. sets are rarer than legendaries. And then so, ancients being, of course, the rarest of them all. Yes, and then there's always a chance to get a mo- certain modifier that is ancient for one of your items. And that ancient means that it's stronger than the non-ancient version of that item. But... You go up to Kadala, you spend your blood shards, you get your random item that you just pick the type of item that you want, but you can get anything from a blue item to a set item or ancient or whatever. So behind all of this, uh, this whole system is obviously the blood shards. I call it gambling because you don't know what you're going to get. Mike says it's not gambling because you can't spend your blood shards anywhere else. I don't think that's a, that's a definition of gambling, though. I will say okay. Well, there's 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 multiple tiers to this essentially, and that is one: you are gambling on the quality of the item that you're going to get. Sure, you have a guarantee to get a chest piece, but you might get a shitty chest piece. Yes, you might get a legendary chest piece. You might get a set chest piece, or maybe it's the wrong set. Uh, there's yes. there, there's a couple of different levels to it. But again, there's the currency argument of blood shards are used specifically only for Kadali. You cannot spend them anywhere else. However, if you look back into Diablo 2, the when you would gamble there, you used gold. Yes. But gold in Diablo 2 was so common and so worthless, essentially, because you were just flooded with gold in that game all the time. So if you're gambling yeah. for 10,000, you probably have like a billion. So 10,000 yep. is nothing. That's like a penny from out of my pocket, essentially. Yeah, pretty much in Diablo 2, you'd go to one of the later levels in the game and you'd do one run, and you'd get enough gold to pretty much last you for your next three runs. And that would just multiply more times that you'd do it. Right. And so I think the blood shard argument kind of is moot because of the fact of how 
valueless. Is that a word? That should be a word. I made it a word. <laughs> because of how little value gold had in Diablo 2. There you go. There you go. There you yeah, go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because of how little value gold had Way in Diablo 2, <laughs> I think that the Blood Shard being just a unique currency for gambling does not really hold water. Because it's not the currency that you're gambling on that you could spend on something else. It's the item and the quality of that item that you're gambling on. Yeah. Now, you're not just saying that because you're on the podcast with me. That's how you truly feel, right? Absolutely. And that's what I was saying earlier, too, to, uh, when we were discussing this before the podcast started. Yeah. Mike, Mike was on, uh, on this morning. Uh, we played a little bit of Diablo when, when he was on this morning. And we had a nice long discussion about how I consider gambling and he doesn't. So if Mike was here to defend himself, he'd be able to, to maybe create another argument. But in the end, it comes down to preference. I like to call it gambling. He doesn't. He just likes it going. He just likes to refer to it as spending blood shards on an item that you'd like to buy. So. You see, but the thing is, though, okay, like one, again, it's the time it takes to get those blood shards that I could be doing more riffs and upgrading my legendary gems for. So I'm wasting mm-hmm. that time to maybe get an item I want instead of yeah. getting a guaranteed legendary every time I finish a rift, right? Correct. Uh, and at the same time, I can't go to Kadala and spend these blood shards to purchase specifically that set piece I needed, to purchase specifically a legendary item, right? God, I wish it was that way. Oh, God, that'd be so fucking great, wouldn't there's it? So many, there's oh, so many God. items that I need to get. I that I just I can't I've I spent can't get the thousands drops. of blood shards on her and I finally got the last piece of my set right before we recorded this. He, the- okay, so to give anybody uh, an idea of what happened, uh, he went up to Kadala. He obviously said he was going to Kadala. I was not banking on him getting this item that he wanted. The first item he got that he bought with blood shards ended up being a set item that he didn't want. Uh, and then right after, immediately after that, I don't know if you. Got another thing, but right after that, uh, that set piece, you got the one that you wanted, oh, yeah. and you almost you you threw your arms in the air and almost fell out of your chair. Oh, I lost my shit, man! I I it must have been like probably ten hours. I've been looking for this thing, like in game time, trying to get mm-hmm. that last piece. And granted, it wasn't the greatest roll of stats, but the the bonus it gives me is phenomenal. So now I'm essentially a god <laughs> in that so, game. Yeah, Diablo uh, Diablo is a good game. Go check it out if you if you have not uh, tried it already. Um, but I just wanted to quickly admit that I have a problem when it comes to that game, and that's and that one. that is spending blood shards. I love gambling away my blood shards to try to figure out exactly hey, what I want to get for the end of my set. It, it, if it was just a purchase thing, you couldn't have a problem for it, but you can have a gambling problem. Boom, done. Wait, what? Do you want to elaborate a little bit better? Someone can have a gambling problem, right? Mm-hmm. Because they want the chance to win, and they're addicted to that dopamine rush of winning. But if it was just purchasing a guaranteed item, then there's 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 no downside, and you wouldn't have oh. a problem for it. Yeah. Therefore, you admitting you have that problem, kind of just, there's your gambling proof right there that it's a gamble. Good, good point. Yeah, you hear that, Mike? <laughs> I think I think we need to turn this into a TriCast. Uh, please let us know at trainnoobs at gmail dot com if you'd like to see that, and we can we can discuss Diablo some more if you did, if you did not get bored out of your mind this past ten minutes. <laughs> so, in a little bit other news, what uh, what other games have you been playing this week? I've been playing uh, a lot of Metal Gear Solid, of course, because obviously the game is Diablo fantastic. takes up a lot of time. Diablo does, and also Rocket League, uh, which, by the way. Rocket League, uh, MLG, Major League Gaming, the whole like actual tournament thing, not like the tongue-in-cheek, mm-hmm. I'm MLG, man. But MLG, yeah. the actual organization, has just taken up Rocket League as their new kind of like flagship esport. Uh, which, uh, I'm not sure what the price pool is, it's not that high. And this is their first season, their first tournament that they're ever having of the game, so it's kind of like a trial run. But that mm-hmm. set, and it's also invitation only, by the way, so don't you, you won't be able to get into it, especially by the time I you hear this. Can't apply to it. Now, you will be able to for the next season, though. They will have qualifiers next season. Oh, okay. Cool. But that said, Rocket League is actually the fastest game, which has been essentially adopted worldwide as an esport. It, like mm-hmm. it came out like what a month ago, maybe less, and it's already like 
almost world renowned as like the biggest newest kind of esport game thing. Now I have a question. Okay. You said you said the price pools for MLG is not that high. I could be mistaken. It is well, no, I'm just curious. Which is higher, this or StarCraft Two? Good question. MLG, because, I believe, dropped StarCraft Two a while back. Now, so basically, my my second my follow up question is that how does MLG still even exist? Sponsorships, man, and Call of Duty. Because the only reasons that I know that they're they're existing is because of Call of Duty tournaments and Halo tournaments. That's it. Now, basically, they're trying to get on the bandwagon of Rocket League. Yeah, and if I'm understanding this correctly, because basically they saw that it was blowing up, and they're like, "Damn, we got to get on that shit." I've seen some of their test tournaments and test streams before they started this season. They kind of had like a practice preseason kind of exhibition match between a couple teams. Okay. And they have some production value going into that thing. It is kind of impressive looking. They are banking on this game a lot. Uh, and the reason well, why they're able to do it is they, they have a lot of sponsors. I mean, people are pouring money into this thing. You know, like Monster, uh, Dr. Pepper used to be a huge one. I don't know if they still are. Uh, oh, yeah, I remember that. Every other ad was Dr. Pepper. Yeah, Red Bulls, you know, and then, you know, and then any number of electronic software, hardware things like Intel is a huge sponsor of theirs. Uh, Alienware and all that crap. I think AMD too. I mean, like everyone's sponsoring them because they're pretty much the most recognizable name in esports as far as like kind of corporations of that go. So I think Ben Q was another one that was really big oh, too. God, those fucking ads every other second. Yeah, Ben Q <laughs> is a huge one of that. You know, every single time you see the podium of like the the commentators for whatever tournament they're hosting, it's riddled with you know Ben Q, Pepsi, Dr Pepper, Red Bull things. So I mean, they they're making their and they'd money. They have like a yeah, they have like a Red Bull can sitting up on the on the oh, table yeah. right next to them or whatever. <laughs> they, they take the sip with that logo just perfectly in place with that condensation <laughs> dripping off the side that just you know. Gets you all thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, my respect for MLG has just gone downhill with the, f- the frequency of the fact of them just dropping tournaments that don't exist anymore. Like a game, a game's popularity will drop so far down that MLG goes, well, this game's not making us any money. See ya. And they toss it out the window and they just like they they don't did with try StarCraft 2. Exactly. They don't, which really they don't try me. to make it work. They don't, try to, they don't try to salvage anything out of the game. They just kind of throw it by the wayside, and then they pick up the next hottest game that is, um, you know, that that's right. that's growing. I think Rocket now, League's here to stay, though. To be honest, I mean that game is so fucking great. But- what I'm honestly surprised by is the fact that they haven't brought on people to do something like a League of Legends tournament from the start. They have League, League of Legends. No, but wow. because I think I think there's a reason for this. But because I'm going to go with. This fact that uh, before League of Legends started doing and Riot started doing this whole LCS thing with the whole esports and tournaments and all that nonsense that they do now, uh, I think before they did that, MLG probably looked at them and went, well, "Yeah, the game's probably not going to take off. It looks like it's slow paced. It doesn't look very fun." Um, and it was still in beta, and they didn't really think anything of it. But I think at that point, Riot was probably like, you know, we could turn this into a legitimate esport because of the fact that at the time, what was it, Dota and like Counter Strike One Point Six, um, at like how good I'm, those games were doing. I, I want, I want to say the original. I mean, the original Dota obviously spawned off the entire you know genre of yeah. it, and there was. Uh, when, Maybe Warcraft Three was another one. When League of Legends was still like you know a little wee baby, there was also it started with an H. Uh, uh, Heroes of New Earth. That thank you. Heroes of New Earth. Mm-hmm. There was Demigod, which I actually pre-ordered that game retail. I still have a copy of the collector's you know, edition of that. Didn't think it was a bad game, honestly. I agree. I actually had fun with it. That was kind of my first MOBA that I've played. So there was yeah. there was Heroes of New Earth. There was. Uh, Demigod, and there was League of Legends. They were all kind of vying for being the main flagship one. Then they had sort of different spin-off types of MOBAs, like Super Monday Night Combat, which bombed really hard. Oh, God, did that bomb. Yeah, and now we have our sort of resurgence of that type with Smite uh, and Gigantic. So yeah. it's it's changing a lot, and Dota 2 and League of Legends have, have changed the face of esports uh, 
extremely. I mean, like MLG dropped Starcraft two so fast because in, as soon as League of Legends started to explode in popularity, no one was wanting to watch Starcraft anymore. But see, here's here's something I don't understand. Why do they not do a Heroes of the Storm tournament? Uh, because that game Heroes... technically just released. It's been in, it was in beta for like two years, and it just finally came out. And also, but that's it's... Blizzard's baby. So yeah. they might want to host their but own tournaments for it. Starcraft 2 was also huge, too. That's true. But, okay. Anyways, back to my original point with right. the whole League of Legends thing. I think what happened is Riot saw the potential in it, saw how much it was going to boom, and maybe they were approached by MLG to host tournaments, but Riot, in the, in the end, was like, no, no, we're going to do it. Right, and you know, you know could move mean? on them because they're raking in cash with that now. Yeah, but that's what I was going to say, is that if MLG acquired... Uh, like a an ability to do League of Legends tournaments or be a sanctioned league tournament pro, uh, provider, I guess it would be. Right. Then they would be in a much better position than they're in right now because league is probably the biggest tournaments globally. Absolutely. As far as that and Dota goes. Two. Dota Two, League of Legends, and Counter Strike Global Offensive are all the three games that are at the top of the charts as far as tournaments go. And then StarCraft Two was at the top. But now it's one of the closest to the bottom. Right. Now I was I was kind of impressed today. Uh, you said that there was eighty thousand people watching yep. this. It's coming back, man. It? It's coming back. It's not coming back. Oh no, it's, it's coming, coming back. It's coming back for the expansion, and then it's going away. Now, really uh-uh. fast. I'm sure. I'm sure we could talk a little bit about Legacy of the Void. You know more about it than I do. I don't know anything about it. I think our talk about um, Rocket League is pretty much done. I mean, I don't know if there's anything else that you had to add. Uh, I, I mean, I just MLG is trying to jump on that ball as early as they possibly can to do the thing that Riot did with League of Legends, which was, you know, corner the market of that game. So yeah. I'd say that's something to keep an eye on. So if you're a Rocket League fan, start practicing if you want to, you know, be a part of that. You got you got a lot of practicing to go though. So yeah, because there's there's also some really good players out there. Yeah, I watched some of you know some of the number one guys in the in the world. It's insane. Uh, Those guys are magical. These cheat codes, I swear to God. (laughs) They pull off plays that you wouldn't expect to normally see. Um, But yeah, let's go ahead and talk about the Legacy of the Void thing. Like, Obviously, I... Whatever. I'm probably going to have to buy the Collector's Edition because I already bought the previous two Collector's Editions. I honestly... I haven't beaten Heroes of the Storm yet. Or not not Heroes of the Storm. Heart of the Swarm. I have not even touched. I don't even own it, actually. Yeah, so... But what 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 about this game? You said okay. Just so they announced a couple things today. One, they uh, today's Sunday, uh, November thirteenth, when we're recording this. They have just released the cinematic for Legacy of the Void, so they're starting their marketing on this game now. That's why we had eighty. I think it peaked at about eighty five or eighty six thousand viewers on Twitch. Okay. Uh, so they're 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 finally you know trying to come back and trying to get back into this esports game. They announced a couple of huge things. One. Every expansion is now standalone. You do not have to own Wings of Liberty. You do not have to own Heart of the Swarm to play Legacy of the Void. You can buy that game purely on its own. And it's not even going to be full price. It's going to be, I'm pretty sure, $40. That's what all their previous expansions have been. Mm-hmm. So, standalone. Uh, you know, new campaign. Just released the cinematic today. That said, I forgot which aspect of it, but they made it free now. I think it might be the arcade is free now. The campaign costs money, but uh, the matchmaking yes. is free. So if you want to get on that ladder and play people and get your, you know, your eSport on, it's free to actually do that now. Uh, and if you want to play the campaign and do the arcade, I think that's what costs money. Yeah, I might need to be corrected on that, though. Basically, if you want to play the game and be completely stressed out about everything, then go play StarCraft 2. Hey, man. It's uh, if you want to play a game and hate life, go play League of Legends. And if you want to play a game to purely relax and bullshit with friends, go play Diablo 3. And if you want to play a game to lose your voice and scream and fall out of your chair because you stood up so fast from a fucking crazy goal, go play Rocket League. Yes, yes. That's the other thing, too. That's another really fun game to play with friends, too. Uh, Gotta say, I actually really love playing Rocket League with you. It's so much fun. Especially when we're up a couple goals. And then we just, it's dick around mode. Like last <laughs> night when I, we were playing, we just played bots because you had to go shortly afterwards. Right. 
um, when we were playing bots, we were up. What was it like four? It, it was four five zero. It was five zero, and we ended up losing. I think seven five. But to yeah, be fair, those those bots were one on the highest difficulty. Two, I had been drinking and awake for about twenty hours. And three, I mean, we were just fucking around. <laughs> At the end, when it got, when I got closer towards the end, I just that one play that I did though was really good. Oh, they, it was they, fucking sweet. I just kind of drove in front of the goal. You defended the one one bot shot the shot the ball at the goal. I just basically just kind of like turned sideways and stopped the ball dead in its so place, cool. and then you just drove up and pummeled it right into the goal, which was pretty funny. Now, obviously, we're playing against bots, so there's no skill required. But well, no, they're pretty good on all star mode. I gotta admit, it's a fun game to play, even if you're just playing against bots. Hell, so. I'd play with some of the you know listeners. That'd be fun. Oh yeah, a little three v three, four v four game going on for fun. Well, there's a uh, there's a, we have a Steam group for uh, train noobs, I believe. I, I should think probably I invited that, you huh? to it. No, I don't think I got an invite actually. I don't remember having one. If, Let me look. Uh, I'm not at my computer right well, now. Well, I'm not going to send you an invite right now. Yes, there is a train noobs podcast group, uh, and you are in it. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I am in it. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so no, yeah. If you guys want to play with us, go ahead and join that group, and we can uh, make an announcement through the group and schedule a game time if people are wanting to play with us. That'd be actually yeah. pretty great. And plus, it also has cross-platform play too. So if you have it on PS4, yeah, uh, you can play it with PC people. Um, so the last thing I really want to touch on, um, obviously, we're shooting. Okay, so real quickly, we're shooting to make this podcast about an hour. Um, obviously, Mike's. Mike's not here. Um, it was a very slow week as far as news goes. There wasn't much to talk about, uh, at least in the PC gaming news section uh, of of gaming. Uh, and Chris is not at his computer right now, which is another reason why he doesn't have his webcam up. Part two of that reason is because his internet's still kind Web- of webcam's screwy. fucking up so much. Um, his webcam keeps closing in Skype. It's really weird. We've tried we tried messing with it this morning with Diablo. Um, and it kept shutting off, and so we just basically decided to scrap the idea of recording with the webcams. So that's why you just see my beautiful face, and then Chris's glowing orb over there. Hello. There is one so, one quick piece of news uh, regarding Metal Gear Solid, unless that's what you're yeah, about to say. Yeah, this is the last thing. This is the last thing I wanted to talk about. So why don't you go ahead and take this away, since you probably know more about it than I do, I, since you're yeah. staying up to date on this game. Okay, so one, I apologize for totally stealing your thunder just now. <laughs> no, that's whatever. I'm I. You know, if I if I scroll back in my uh, my audio stuff and I I see the waveforms for people's voices, I see more of mine than I'm going to see of yours when you send me your track. Okay, sweet. So I've talked plenty this this whole podcast. So why don't you go ahead and talk a little bit? Okay, cool. So uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. This is not to do with uh, gaming about it or, or or fun story things or anything like that. I'm going to avoid spoilers as much as I can. However, there was a huge game-breaking bug that Konami just announced a couple days ago that I just really want to bring attention to people with. And if you consider one of the buddies you can get as a spoiler, then stop now. However, I would recommend you keep listening anyway. One, because they also marketed this character anyway throughout the entire game's pre-release. So... I don't remember the mission numbers exactly. I want to say it was mission number 21 or 27. And then I'll another, look it up right now. Yeah, go ahead and do that. And then another mission of the low 40s. If you use your buddy Quiet as a character on those missions and you take her along with you, it will corrupt your save and you will lose all progress of the entire game. That said, 29 and 42. Okay, what were they again? 29 and 42. Okay, 29 and 42. So I don't know what you said. Uh, not those. <laughs> okay. So when you get to those missions, do make sure you do not use quiet as your buddy. Use literally anybody else or no one at all. But do not take that chance because you will lose your save. That said, Konami released a beta patch on Steam just recently to try and fix it. Again, I, I personally wouldn't want to gamble with it. And by the time you're hearing this, they might have made that fix. So... When you hear this, look it up to see if it is fixed or not. That said, if it isn't, do not make that gamble. So missions 29, missions 42. Do not use quiet as your buddy. It will corrupt your save and you will have to start the game over. And for clarification, missions 29 and 42 are like 50 hours into this game. That's a lot of progress you're going to be losing. So just 
Yeah. Heads up. And and Konami basically released a statement saying there is a fix for it. Uh, it says that the solution is quite obvious. Uh, the situation can be... This is a direct quote. The situation can be avoided by not using Quiet as a buddy while playing either Mission 29 or Mission 42. Fuck Konami, man. Hashtag fuck Konami. <laughs> uh, it is an actual hashtag. Look it up. Really? Oh, yes, that's great. That's beautiful. I don't know how... I don't know how well it's trending, but it is it is working. So uh, it's fuck Konami, but here's here's the clever thing. It's F U K or F U C capital K for Konami. I know where it's going. That's great. That's beautiful. <laughs> I love it. So uh, if just... you're if you're if you use the Twitter, go go tweet that hashtag fuck Konami. Yeah, and just you know heads up heads up with those saves, man. Just don't don't take the chance. Twenty nine forty two. Don't use quiet. Yep, that's the workaround. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> there's um. There's also some other Konami news that I found out uh, earlier. I can't remember exactly what it was though. Now it's got me wondering because I watched um. I wa- I watched Jim Sterling's YouTube videos all the time. Uh, him and and Total Biscuit. I've already mentioned that. Now I've looked it up and. On one of Jim Sterling's latest videos, he has a segment that he likes to do at the end of every, uh, every at the end of every video. It's called the Fuck Konami News, and it's <laughs> hashtag Fuck Konami. <laughs> and he talks about something that's really dumb, um, and I can't remember what it, he said it was. So, what I'm probably going to do is I'll find it out and probably mention it next podcast, or I'll tweet it on on Twitter or whatever it is. More I'm not entirely once. sure. I, I'm not entirely sure what it was though. Was it unfinished content that was almost completely finished, but they cut it for monetary reasons? Because that was the thing that came out recently. Probably. Uh, yeah. Probably. That sounds, sounds like something Konami would do. So uh, you were originally going to revisit the area you do in Ground Zeroes in The Phantom Pain, but mm-hmm. they cut it. it I mean, the, the whole level's already cre- created, obviously. They already have it voiced. They have all the assets made and everything. However, like the final touches and everything like that Konami cut completely just for money reasons and so that the game could be released sooner. And there was also a whole other segment of the game, which uh, my friend had told me about. Uh, was he, he didn't tell me the details of it because I haven't gotten there yet and I didn't want to be spoiled. So I don't know right. either and I won't be saying it, obviously. Uh, but apparently it was a really interesting uh, thing because they changed the mechanics around and made a really kind of fun little uh, other extra mission. However, and again, they had started with finished the assets on that and did the voice acting, but all the finishing touches they weren't able to do because Konami cut it for those monetary reasons. And since Kojima Productions has been disbanded and they, you know, did all that stuff with Hideo Kojima, we're never going to see it probably. So I uh, looked that up. I don't know what the details of it are, of what the mission is, but fuck Konami. Yeah. Hashtag fuck Konami. <laughs> um, so... This is this like I said. This is going to be a shorter podcast. Uh, right now, we're about fifty-two minutes or so in. So I don't want to cut it this early, but I don't. I don't want to let you go either because I feel like we could talk a little bit more about something. Uh, and we haven't done this in a little while. Uh, I don't know if you knew about this whole thing, but I think it was in episode zero or episode one. Uh, we discussed at the end of every podcast, we would do a rant uh, and sit there and rant about something that we hate. Oh, I like did you rants. did you listen Did you listen to this rant at all? Did fun. you Did you know about that? I didn't know about the rants. No. Okay. Well, so this isn't going to be like uh, obviously Mike's not here. No Hearthstone discussion, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and this this isn't going to be like. Uh, you know, uh, you know, you know, you know, I can't think of what the word I want to say is. <laughs> I don't know either. Right. I wish I was telepathic. That'd be great. That, I, that's I what I want to rant I, about. I'm not telekinetic. I wish I could move shit with my mind. I don't, I don't know if that would work over the internet, though. <sighs> yeah, but I mean, all right, think of it like this, right? You're sitting on the couch, right? You got, you got the TV in front of you, or maybe you're at your computer and your drink's just out of reach, but you're in the middle of the game. You don't want to get up. You're comfy, or maybe you're sitting in a bed recording a podcast, and the, <laughs> the, 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 the vibration function for your bed is just out of reach, you know? You're telekinetic. You don't, you just fucking, like, 
bring it over to you with the power of your brain, man. How cool would that be? I'd be so late. I'd be so fat. I'd be so fat. <laughs> I would love. Oh, to be telekinetic would be so. You could fly. You could fucking fly. How cool would that I'm be? I'm not saying. I'm not saying it wouldn't be cool. I'm not saying it would be. Wouldn't be interesting. I would fucking love it. It'd be awesome to be able to read people's minds too. But what I'm talking about is more of a real world scenario. That could be a real world. Okay? Man, watch Looper. Those bitches could flip no. quarters. I'm talking about people that fucking use their phones on speakerphone in public. Oh, cunts. Now, you know this as much as I do. I can't fucking stand it. I work downtown, so i am always got people around me. And I'm fucking tired of walking around downtown having some prick on their phone with, with their on speakerphone. But they're just too lazy to hold up their ear. So they put it on speakerphone and they can talk to them. And everybody else hears the fucking conversation. Why? I don't want to know about you and your fucking baby daddy not being able to do shit. All right? I'm tired of that. Fucking use a phone like a normal human being. Take it off speakerphone because I don't give a fuck what's going on in your life. <sighs> Sorry. It's, it's, and, and on top of that, too, that's, first of all, a, a willful, like, loss of privacy, for one. Two, it's not like you're going to be hands-free because you're still holding the goddamn phone. <laughs> you know, it's you're you're, you're it's, it's a detriment. Holding my phone. It's a detriment. It's a, it's a, it's a vibe for attention. Like, okay, for example, when I was in uh, high school and I had to ride the bus to school, uh, people would fucking take their phones and play music on them. They wouldn't put fucking headsets in or anything like that. I had headphones in. They would just blast music as loud as they can on these shitty ass flip Tinny phones. speakers on their phones. Yeah, the, the shitty ass mono speaker phones that were little flip razor things back then and. Play the like the worst fucking quality music you could. I, I don't mean quality as far as like type of music. I mean quality is in half of it was static, and they would blast it as loud as they could. And then you would have other kids saying, "I don't want to listen to rap. I want to listen to Kesha and Katy Perry." And they would blast their shit. And other people like, yeah. "Oh, I guess this is a thing now." And they want to be cool, so they try to get fitting in on this trend. So now all of a sudden you have like ten songs playing simultaneously as they have a penis measuring contest for who could play their fucking phones the loudest to the point where they even bring in fucking Bluetooth speakers and bullshit like that to are be you, louder. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm not even fucking kidding. This is on my bus. I'm, my high school is in the fucking ghetto, man. And so <laughs> I, I wish I was kidding. Maybe maybe it was unique to my bus. I don't know because I had to ride it all through high school. I didn't get to drive. Uh, because it was like $300 for a parking pass again, ghetto school. So, yeah. Jesus Christ. So, I'm, si- I'm sitting here trying to either take a nap in the morning on my way to school and I'll listen to, yeah, all that bitch put the whole little banners on the floor. And, you know, I'm <laughs> trying to take a nap or. And, and, and since it was an overcrowded bus because we had like five buses for the whole fucking school district, I had, you know, th- three full grown people, you know, some of them fat, some of them muscular, some of them skinny ass bitches like me. Fitting three, or first of all, two to a seat was already crowded, and now there's three yeah. people to a seat having a fucking you know contest of who can play their phone the loudest. I'm sitting here trying to sleep, and I got a speaker in my ear blasting the word. You know, I, okay, I hate country music so much. I love oh. all other kinds of music. I hate country. I cannot stand. For, there's maybe one or two songs I'll, I'll like, but overall, as a genre, country music can kiss my ass. So. You know, that'd be another yeah, thing. The whole, the whole genre. Oh, I got a John Deere tractor in the back of my truck. Oh, yeehaw, I got a, um, you know, that crap. Like, like, like straight up country music, not, not like country <laughs> rock or country pop. I mean, like, like actual country music, like the music you, that farmers you, listen to while they sow their fields, that type of stuff. You'd be a great, a great country artist. <laughs> Thank you. I would buy your album. <laughs> oh, I, I mowed my lawn today. Yeehaw. John Deere, John Deere. Uh, pay us. John Deere. <laughs> um, Can we call the song John Deere? Is that. <laughs> that's all it'll be. Hell, that's more lyrics than Beyonce's got in her songs, which is another thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm, ta- I'm, you know, I'm trying to you know do my homework on the way home from school on my bus, which is a terrible idea because my handwriting was terrible. I was saying, all the single ladies, all the single ladies. As I'm trying to fucking do my homework. Yeah, you can't fucking deal with it. And everyone's having this contest of who can play this music loudest. And it's like, God damn, what the fuck? And I guess that's evolved into phone calls now. And that's even worse because you're hearing two, multiple voices from one source. And that's... Uh, and of course I'm going to you know, eavesdrop because how you can't help it. Yeah, back well, back in my day when we when we were on the school bus uh, going, to, going to school, I would have the CD player 
the good old fashioned CD player that I I would have. And if you hit a bump in the fucking bus, <laughs> this shit would skip so crazily. Oh yeah, our bus had a radio too. So they were trying to outplay oh, no. the bus radio speakers on top of it, which is playing like our local radio station, ninety five point one oh. WKFM or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> and so it was just this clusterfuck of music, sensory overload thing. I mean, god damn, the days I had migraines and I had to deal with that. I I I almost snapped so many times. Oh boy. But yeah, I that's how I would filter out a lot of the idiots on my bus. Obviously, we didn't we didn't have a bus in the ghetto. We weren't in Florida. So those are two those are two factors two, two that were kind of right away. <laughs> working in our favor yeah. already. Uh, but I, you know, I had the CD player, and I'd have the headphones in, and I'd have the CD player up almost as loud as it goes, uh, because I was a rebel and I listened to my my heavy metal like that. You go, you. I still, I still do. <laughs> uh, but that's that's how I avoided it, and I just I that saved me so many hours. Well, I guess so many minutes it would be because it wasn't like the bus drive took hours. It took about a half hour to get home. But it, it saved me so much time. Stress-wise, just getting through the being able to get through the bus ride without having to listen to idiots around me. Now, obviously, when we were in school, we didn't have uh, like smartphones like kids have nowadays. Um, which as it brings me back to another rant: Why are you buying your kid a fucking smartphone at know, age right? fourteen? Um, but again, that wasn't a thing when we had when we were in school. When we were in school, like the big thing that everybody had to have was a pager. A Walkman and a pager. Yeah, like let me give him a let me get my pager. If you need me, page me. Uh, no I'll go you over. Are. Sorry, I'll go. <laughs> I'll go over as soon as I'm able to. As soon as I'm out of my class that I'm in, I'll be able to go over to the payphone and put fifty cents in so I can call somebody. Oh yeah, my middle school had a payphone. And then and then that way uh, I'll let you know what my answer is that I want to do about about uh, lunch or dinner. Yeah, whatever I want to do. Oh, you know what kind pages. of toy I want from Toys R Us. <laughs> Uh, whatever kids that dis- discussed. I don't know. I didn't have a pager. I wasn't cool enough to have get a pager when I was a kid. Uh, when I was a kid, uh, if I needed to call my parents, my parents needed to get in touch with me, they would wait until after I got out of school and then let me know. Yeah, me too. That's, that's how I functioned. But yeah, back to my original rant. If you walk around on the street and you're talking on your speakerphone because you think it's cool or because uh, it's more convenient for you, well, fuck you. Because it's really annoying. I don't want to be involved in your goddamn conversation. You should, you should, you should tune into the conversation next time. Like next time, someone's like talking on the speakerphone and be like, "Oh my god, man! Did you see what happened to the uh, wh- what's what's a what's a what's a football team name? Uh, 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 it's the Steelers. Steelers. Oh man, did you see the Steelers game the other day? And then you could just be walking by and be like, "Yeah, man! <laughs> what a what a what a touchdown!" And just keep walking. Um, <laughs> you don't you don't live in Pittsburgh yet, but. If you, you, I don't want to do that downtown because I, I probably would get stabbed. Oh damn! Are they like that? Fuck man! They're not. They're not all like that. Sports fans though. There are there are people downtown. If you come to Pittsburgh and you say you're a Browns fan, you could possibly get stabbed. What if I say I don't follow football? Nothing will happen. Oh, I do it all the time because so many people come up to me and they say, "Man." Because the first thing they know is they notice that I don't have an accent. I don't have the Pittsburgh accent. I don't speak Pittsburghese. <laughs> Which is a whole other thing you'll find out when you get out here, when you when you come out and visit or whatever. Yeah, you'll find out real quickly that everybody has their 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 language that they speak in, and if you don't speak in this Pittsburghese and you don't have this certain dialect to you, you're not from the area. Well, they pick up on it real quickly that oh. I'm not from the area. So, where are you originally from, man? I just because I, I say, oh, I'm just I just I'm new here, or um, I've never been out here out this way before, whatever. Where are you from? Well, I'm originally from Cleveland. Are you a Browns fan? No, Uh-oh. no, I'm not. Are you a Steelers fan? No, actually, I don't follow sports at all. Oh, okay. I don't like here's baseball. Your product. <laughs> here's your product. Here's your here's your money exchange, whatever, and and it, everybody goes on their way. That's that's how that works. So, oh boy. if you ever visit Pittsburgh, don't say you're not a Steelers fan. Will uh, mind? Either say you don't follow sports. Or you are a Steelers fan. Can, can I wear like a hat of one team, a shirt of another, and like pants of another? I don't know if they make sports pants. <laughs> I, all right, I live in Florida where college football is a huge thing. I've seen so many like Florida State Seminoles pants and Gators pants. They do. I'm sure they do oh, for the NFL. They have to. There's there's like Gators uh, like sweatpants. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? But I'm, I don't know if you're necessarily going to go outside in sweatpants. No, I'm not going to go outside. You, I mean, you can. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say, no, you can't do that. No, I'm just not going to go outside. I mean, my computer's you can not out there. walk outside wearing whatever you want to wear. <laughs> my computer's not what outside, is that, man. What is outside? Yeah, I don't is that know. another level? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's an old, that's an old <laughs> stupid. Stupid joke. No, I know what you're saying. <laughs> Got you. No, it's a it's a stupid meme joke. I'm the best mamer in the land. Dank. The dankest meme. Nice meme. All right, guys. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for episode 11. I think we're pretty much done here. Um, like I said, sorry for the short episode. There wasn't much to talk about this week. That's why we filled a little bit of dead air with rants and stuff. Hopefully, it was entertaining enough for you. We had fun doing it. At least I know I did. I did too. I did. I had a lot of fun. I've been thinking about using the restroom for the last hour, but aside from that, I've had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> well, lucky for you, we're about to wrap up, so you can go use the restroom. Yes! Uh, so thanks for listening to episode 11, guys. If you liked what you heard, please go check us out on iTunes and give us a good rating. It really helps promote the podcast and get us out there. Uh, share us on your social medias. Follow us on all the social medias as well. Uh, train at train noobs uh, on twi- uh, uh, Twitter. Uh, uh. I kept forgetting what I wanted to say. <laughs> if I wanted it to be Twitter, I, I'm or just giving you shit. I'm getting you back. I almost had the outro nailed too. Damn it! <laughs> at train two, noobs on. <laughs> I'm not starting over again. At train noobs on Twitter. Uh, I don't remember what the actual URL is for Facebook, but if you search train noobs, you should be able to find it. As Chris said, there's a Steam group. Uh. With train noobs, there is what? How many other things do we have? T noobs is a website you can go to. We have a Reddit we can go on that we're not very active on that we probably should be start being more active on. Uh, what else? I think that's really it. Tra- at uh, the train noobs at gmail.com. Duh, forgot about that. Don't worry, guys. Little Eventually, little. maybe by episode 100, I'll be able to recite this whole outro by myself just write without it down. stumbling. Without stumbling over my words. Normally I do. Normally I write out write out what each thing is because uh, we also come prepared most of the time. Um, but this time, as you could tell, uh, we did not come prepared. We did not have any show notes again. And um, I think we did okay. We I like didn't it. Do it terrible. flows naturally. It's nice. It's fun. Feels like a conversation. Now, yeah. And also, go check us out at Patreon. Patreon.com slash train noobs. If you want to donate a little, bit, a little bit of money, five bucks a month gets you access to our pre-shows. One dollar a month makes us give you an e-hug. <laughs> uh, we give the best e-hugs. Chris might have something right a little now. extra. That was my hug noise. I don't have a webcam, so I had to make it verbally. <laughs> don't worry. That's uh, I'm not pooping. That was it's okay. that was a hug. It's it's okay. You can make it. You can make it be. <laughs> through the audio because obviously not everybody's listening to this or watching it on youtube so but if you were here for this episode thanks for joining us guys again that's going to do it for me uh my name has been jason and this has been chris with me Hi. mike is not here no you say bye, bye. we're leaving <laughs> mike is not here so in mike's stead i do say later noobs Thank you for listening to the Train Noobs podcast. Visit us at trainnoobs.com where you can find links for all of our social media. Join us again next time and have a pleasant day.